Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Good morning, church family. It's good to be with you on this Mother's Day, and and that's not the way we had hoped and not the way we had desired for our uh, Mother's Day this year, but uh, nonetheless, we're going to try and make the most of it and uh, do our very best uh, that we can. Let's join together for prayer and ask God's blessing on our day today. Dear gracious Lord and Father, we thank you so much for your many blessings. And Lord, we praise you for another day that we can uh, come together as a church family, uh, though it's not in person and in the way that we desire, but in the way that you desire. But rather, Lord, we're coming together in a virtual sense of listening together uh, 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 to uh, your word to being being preached and taught. And Lord, I just pray that you will bless us as we uh, uh, do that this morning. And Lord, that you'd help us as we uh, seek to, to do our very best to lift up our praises to you, to exalt you, to magnify you, to allow uh, our hearts to sing forth your praises. Lord, we just uh, we just thank you so much for all that you've given us. Lord, we know that everything that we have, everything that that is a part of our life, all that is uh, within us is a result of your provision in our life because of your grace, because of your love. Lord, we thank you. We thank you so much for uh, providing so much for us. And Lord, we praise you and thank you for uh, your great goodness. And Lord, we just pray your blessings upon our time. Lord, we pray your blessings upon uh, all those who are called mother. Uh, today is a day in which we uh, remember all the sacrifices and all the challenges and all the difficulties that our mothers have faced uh, on our behalf. And Lord, we pray that you would, uh, Lord, that you would uh, bless them as we honor them and as we uh, give you praise for uh, those godly women who uh, do so much to to reach out. Uh, and change the future by raising godly children. Lord, we just pray that you would uh, do uh, uh, us the honor of allowing us, Lord, to, uh, to worship you and to honor them. Uh, Lord, we pray that you would uh, give us uh, your wisdom as we seek to, uh, to study your word. And Lord, we just pray that your blessings would be uh, upon uh, each and every one who joins together this morning. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, Mother's Day is a special day, and uh, it's one of the most special days of all the year. And we're told that there are more phone calls made on Mother's Day than any other time of the year. And I can understand that. Uh, I think uh, if you cannot be with your mother in person, uh, the next best thing is to... Uh, uh, to wish them a mother's happy Mother's Day uh, over the phone, and 
Mother's Day is also a day in which many uh, go out and, and do something special for their mother. Uh, also on Mother's Day, one-fifth of all the flowers that are purchased each year throughout the United States are purchased for Mother's Day. And that, that seems uh, fitting. I think the number one day is Valentine's Day. Uh, but uh, one-fifth of all flowers purchased are purchased for Mother's Day. You know, I went to the grocery store the other day to pick up some items, and there was uh, the card section nearby, and I saw a constant stream of rough-looking young men running into that area, uh, young men that uh, uh, would do anything to keep from seem- seeming to be uh, weak or, or uh, seeming to... Uh, uh, to have any type of flaw, uh, wanting to show their toughness, and yet they were running into that area. And I knew exactly what they were doing. Uh, they were all getting cards for their mothers because uh, one thing that will melt the heart of the toughest young uh, man, and that is his mother. Mother's Day is a very special day. It's a day in which uh, we remember mothers, and uh, usually we give out uh, uh, some type of, of gift to the oldest mother and the uh, the mother with the most children present and uh, the mother uh, that is uh, youngest. And unfortunately, we're not able to do that this year. Uh, uh, we remember our mothers by giving them gifts and phone calls. And uh, I heard about a, uh, a young uh, man uh, who was a wealthy son who decided to do something special for his mother on uh, Mother's Day. And he went to a pet shop and saw a very expensive talking bird. And this was an unusual bird. Uh, the bird could whistle Amazing Grace. And this bird could quote the 23rd Psalm, and it was an unusual bird. Uh, the cost of the bird was $30,000. And so he bought the bird for his mother and had it shipped to her. And on Mother's Day, he made this phone call to his mother. And he said, Mother, how did you like the bird that I sent you? And she said, Oh, son, it was so delicious. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> that's not what he expected and not what he anticipated. But, uh, you know, uh, many times... What we plan is not always uh, what comes about. Abraham Lincoln said, No man is poor who has a godly mother. And there have been many mothers in history uh, uh, of this world who have impacted their sons in a tremendous way. Uh, Abraham Lincoln was one of those. St. Augustine, a great philosopher and theologian, was uh, he was a great religious leader, had a mother named Monica, and it was the prayers of his mother Monica that brought him to the foot of the cross and others have have had godly mothers throughout history as well and the Bible tells us about many wonderful mothers who are great examples for all the mothers uh, who are listening today who want to be what God wants them to be you may not know the name Anna Jarvis but she was the first one to suggest having a national observance on an annual day honoring all mothers because she loved her mother so much at a memorial service for her mother on May 10th 
1908, she gave a carnation, which were, was her mother's favorite flower, to every person who attended. Well, the idea of honoring mothers soon called on in May 9th of 1914 by an act of Congress, President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. And he established it as a time of uh, for the public expression of our love and reverence for mothers of our country. And to this day, uh, many uh, still observe the tradition of giving a white carnation uh, to those who have lost their mother. And they wear that uh, white carnation uh, as a as a uh, boutonniere and uh, or as a corsage and uh, uh, uh uh, giving a red uh, carnation to those whose mother is still living. Uh, so why did God make mothers? Well, here's some second graders uh, that answer the following questions. You know, it's always wonderful to listen to what children have to say about things that uh, they're learning about. And so the Sunday school teacher asked uh, these second graders, why did God make mothers? The top answer that was given was, uh, uh, by the second graders was this mostly to clean the house and to help us out of there when we were getting born <laughs> so uh, they uh, they uh, mostly see mothers as, as just cleaning houses. The second question was, why did God give you your mother and not some other mom? The top answer was, well, we're related and God knew she'd like me a lot more than someone else's mom. Now, uh, the third question was, why did your mom marry your dad? And the top answer was, uh, she got too old to do anything else with him. And the other answer was, my grandma says that mom didn't have her thinking cap on. Uh, the fourth question was, who is the boss at your house? And the top answer was, well, I guess mom is, but only because she has a lot more to do than dad. And the fifth question was, well, what does your mom do in her spare time? The top answer, and I believe this, the top answer was, well, mothers don't do spare time. And uh, the sixth, uh, last question was, what would it take to make your mom perfect? And the top answer, now this is, this is uh, a little tricky. The top answer was, on the inside, she's already perfect. On the outside, I think some kind of plastic surgery. <laughs> well, there you have it, straight from some brilliant second graders. You know, that reminds me of the little girl who... Uh, was being tucked in by her mom uh, uh, one night and uh, you know uh, one of the joys of, of having children is being able to tuck them in at night and that's something that uh, that we continue even to this day uh, and it's a it's a, a joy of of parenthood and uh, this mother was tucking her little child in uh, most likely a second grade uh, child and uh, uh, she was tucking her child in and and uh, uh, for the night and uh, and the child was kind of reluctant because uh, a storm had started up outside and she was uh, a little girl was was uh, not too excited about being left alone in the dark room uh, while the storm was 
uh, was brewing outside, and uh, right as the mother was was tucking in her child and giving her a kiss, uh, outside uh, a great big flash of light uh, uh, spread across the horizon and uh, lit up the room inside. And a, um, a second or two later. Uh, 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 the thunder uh, nearly shook the house, and and the little child uh, uh, looked to his uh, to her mama and said, "Mama, can I can I sleep? Can you sleep with me tonight?" You know, this is a typical thing. You know, children want uh, 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 their mothers and fathers to sleep with them when they're scared. And, uh, the mother looked at the child and she said. Uh, Sweetie, you know uh, that I can't sleep in here with you. You need to sleep by yourself. And mommy needs to sleep with daddy. And the little child looked up at the mommy and said, The big sissy. <laughs> you know, well, children have a unique way of seeing things. And uh, it's always a delight and a joy uh, to uh, experience those times uh, with our, our children. Um, but I want to ask you, if you will, uh, to turn with me to the book of Matthew as we uh, think about uh, mothers. And uh, there's many examples of, of uh, mothers throughout Scripture. I want to uh, us to look at uh, a particular mother that's not often mentioned in uh, on Mother's Day, and this particular mother uh, is found in uh, the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 15, and I want us to see a few things about being a godly mother for an, from an example that, uh, that may uh, slip by so many people when uh, studying Scripture. Uh, Matthew chapter 15, verse 21 says, And then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed, uh, vexed with the devil." And so what we see here, first off, uh, from the very beginning is, is that Jesus is uh, going off of the, uh, uh, to the area of Tyre and Sidon and this woman of Canaan. Now, uh, this is not an Israelite woman. This is a Gentile. This is a woman that is uh, of the land of Canaan, meaning uh, most likely she is is probably one of the descendants of those who uh, was left in the area after uh, God uh, allowed the Israelites to move into the uh, promised land and was most likely, uh, well, she was a Canaanite woman. She was uh, uh, one of the tribes of the people uh, that lived in Canaan uh, when the Israelites came into the area. And so she was not uh, an Israelite, and she came out, she was crying unto Jesus, saying, Have mercy, have mercy. And uh, what happens next is, uh, for many people, a difficult thing for them to read 
uh, about Jesus and uh, uh, his response to her uh, because of the tone and the way in which he uh, which he dealt with this woman. Uh, uh, so in verse 23 says, uh, but he answered her not a word. And the disciples uh, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, "Send her away, for she crieth after us." So, um, what we see is that Jesus is avoiding talking to her and avoiding uh, uh, responding to her. Now, this is probably something that happened a lot uh, whenever Jesus went into an area. And we see uh, different ones who cry out to Jesus from time to time. Uh, you, you you recall the uh, uh, the blind uh, Bartimaeus that was sitting along the side of the road crying out to Jesus. Uh, you recall the uh, uh, ten lepers who uh, were crying out to Jesus uh, to try and get his uh, attention. Uh, many times there were people who... Uh, just simply couldn't get to where Jesus was because of the fact that he was uh, surrounded by a crowd of people. And and it's uh, not un, uh, unheard of for Jesus when he went into an area for uh, great multitudes of people uh, to, uh, to uh, be around him. And, and in fact, uh, following this uh, passage of Scripture right here, uh, we're told that there was a great many people, and it's the account of Jesus fighting uh, feeding uh, the 5,000 with uh, uh, loaves and fishes. And so uh, there were more than 5,000 men there. They were, uh, and because there were many women and children that were not uh, taken into account in the counting, most likely there was on the upwards of uh, 15 to 20,000 uh, people, maybe more. Uh, maybe somewhere around uh, at least 10,000 people were there. And and so uh, this woman was trying to get a hold of, of Jesus, trying to get his attention. And uh, Jesus is not uh, responding to her, most likely because uh, there are so many others who are, are uh, his attention is focused upon. And we'll talk a little bit more about, well, why didn't Jesus uh, respond to her? Uh, but his disciples are uh, coming to Jesus and saying to Jesus, hey, uh, uh, at least uh, respond enough to this woman by sending her on her way. Tell her to just go on. uh, And why is this? Well, uh, uh, here's the reason why Jesus uh, avoided uh, talking to her uh, at the onset. Uh, of course, Jesus. We have to remember Jesus knows everything. Jesus uh, is aware of uh, of all things. He, he knows the heart of men. He he knows uh, what is going to happen, what will happen. He he is aware of all these things. He knows uh, about the confrontation he's going to have with this woman, and so he begins to. Uh, play out this uh, scene uh, that is going to be a time in which is going to give us an opportunity to uh, to see the character of this woman and to uh, to uh, understand what can be taught to us from uh, this encounter and taught to his disciples and so his disciples come to Jesus and says hey send Jesus send uh, just tell this woman to go on um, uh, send her away uh, because she's crying after us. Now, uh, what she's doing is she's crying out to Jesus, try, crying out to try and get Jesus' attention. And the reason that the disciples are 
are ignoring her is because she is a woman of Canaan. She is uh, very obviously not a Jewish woman. Uh, and uh, at the time, uh, the focus of the ministry of Jesus is on uh, the people of Israel. Uh, God declared to the people of Israel that he would uh, 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 send unto them uh, a Savior first, that he would uh, first uh, tend to his lost sheep, that that God would uh, deliver uh, this uh, 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 hope that was Jesus Christ, and his ministry was first and foremost uh, to the Israelite people. Uh, you also have to understand that women uh, uh, just, men just did, did not uh, uh communicate with women in public. Uh, we see that uh, type of understanding clearly demonstrated when Jesus uh, went and spoke to the woman at the well. She was a woman. Uh, it was not uh, part of Jewish tradition for men to speak to women in uh, public places. It was uh, it was expected that women. I'm sorry, this was just how it was. Women were expected to have their husbands to uh, to speak on their behalf uh, in public, especially uh, when they were speaking to uh, other men. And uh, that was the case. And then also, uh, uh, not just simply because the Samaritan woman was a Samaritan, but also she was not a Jewish woman. And, and uh, Jesus uh, 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 broke the barrier there in terms of, of speaking to a woman outside the Jewish tradition uh, in public uh, in order to share the gospel uh, with her. And uh, in this instance, we see that the disciples are uh, still caught up in that tradition of, uh, well, uh, we're here to minister to Israelites. We're here to minister to the people of Israel, to the men of Israel, not to uh, those who are outside of the uh, Jewish tradition uh, to the Gentiles. And that wouldn't come until uh, much later uh, when Peter is on uh, the rooftop and sees uh, God uh, uh, lowering the uh, 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 the sheet with all the different animals, and the God has uh, uh, used his uh, 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 this vision to to share with Peter that he's to uh, to share uh, the gospel with uh, with people of uh, uh, that are Gentiles, but that that's not to come to, uh, for some time, and so uh, Jesus here is is. Uh, avoiding talking to her uh, but he knows what's about to happen he knows what's going to happen and uh, the disciples say hey send her away and Jesus answered but he answered and said <coughs> now Jesus is not sending her away he's setting her up uh, he answers and says to this woman, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And this is what the disciples are thinking. You know, we're here to minister to the, uh, the Jewish people, to the, Israel, uh, the house of Israel. 
And so uh, Jesus answers in a way in accordance where the disciples are uh, expecting him to. And this is a way of setting uh, up the situation. First of all, uh, to see the character of the woman, to see uh, the faith that she is about to exhibit. This is a woman of, of great faith. She knows who to go to. She knows that Jesus is the one that she needs to cry out to. She is the. Uh, she understands and realizes that Jesus is the answer or to her problems uh, and uh, she understands that Jesus is the the uh, is the path that she needs to take that she needs to uh, speak to Jesus about her issue of her child that ha- is demon possessed uh, and and listen we need women godly women on mother's day that we as we celebrate women uh for being mothers and and the sacrifices they make of spending all the time that they uh, listen ladies i understand that you sacrifice a lot uh you do a lot you uh not only give birth to uh our children but you also uh, uh spend uh way much more time than than us men in feeding uh the children and and changing their diapers and and caring for them, loving them uh, in a way that that us men we just uh, we're just not uh, physically made to do. We we can be loving. We can uh, spend more time doing things, and we should we should do more of those things. And uh, you ladies need uh, are an example for us and how we should uh, treat our children. And, and but uh, you are much more empathetic by nature than than we can be, and you are. Uh, you see things in ways that we can't see. And this woman understands and knows that she needs to reach out to Jesus because he is the answer for her, Uh, not just simply because he's been doing miracles. But uh, secondly, she has a spiritual problem. She has a problem that uh, uh, that uh, cannot be simply just uh, taken care of by someone who you know uh, can uh, heal a, a disease or heal a, an ailment uh, type of thing. She she's searching for Jesus and uh, ladies, you need to be women who uh, are you need to be godly mothers who will uh, will lead your children to Jesus Christ, knowing that He is the answer. He is the way uh, that that we need to go and also he is the one who can give us answers in terms of, of spiritual things. He, he said, She says, look, my daughter is vexed with the devil. She knows that Jesus is the one that she needs to search out. And so uh, Jesus uh, mildly rebuffs her and says, I'm not sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Uh, this is, uh, uh, she is also not only aware of uh, who Jesus is and, and the importance of Jesus, but she also exhibits great faith in Jesus. She says, uh, then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Uh, but he answered and said, it's not meant, uh, it is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Now, this is very much how uh, the Israelites saw uh, Gentiles, and that was is that they're just dogs. They uh, uh, this partly comes from uh, their exclusivity of be of staying within the Jewish tradition of not in uh, uh, the commandments of God, not to intermarry with other people. Uh, 
of, uh, of other nationalities. And this was uh, not just to, uh, to keep the lineage of the Israelites pure, but, uh, which was very important to the Jewish people. Uh, but God's desire was that, uh, that the Israelites would not uh, become involved with people of other nations, primarily because every time the Israelites got involved with, uh, with people of other nationalities, uh, the, the Israelites were led astray, led away from uh, the worship of, of God and they uh, into the worship of other gods uh, that were the gods of the other people. And every single time, go back to Exodus, read uh, uh, the encounters that the Israelites had with, uh, with other uh, nas- nationalities and other peoples. And every time that they became involved with these other nationalities, uh, they began to be led astray into the worship of idols and the worship of, of other gods uh, as a result of it. And so God uh, desired uh, the Israelites to, to keep a distance away from uh, people of other nationalities because of that. And as a result, uh, the Israelites began to to see pe- uh, people that were Gentiles as as dogs. They were just uh, just uh, outcasts. And uh, she said, "The truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat the crumbs uh, of uh, which fall from the master's table." Now, uh, listen to what the woman does. Here she is exhibiting her faith and knowing that Jesus is the one. And and this is important for ladies. You need to understand. Understand uh, that you are uh, vitally important to the the upbringing of your children, and you need to exhibit faith. You need to direct your children to Jesus Christ. You need to uh, direct your children to the source of all of uh, the answers for their problems, and that is Jesus Christ. And uh, but look at the persistence of this woman. She doesn't argue with Jesus about the fact that uh, that she is considered to be a, uh, as a dog. Uh, she doesn't get all offended at, at the words of Jesus. Why? Because she desires that Jesus would uh, would answer her uh, request to, to heal her daughter. He, she's not going to sit there and uh, argue about uh, the uh, characterization of being uh, of Gentiles as being dogs. She says, uh, but she instead takes the uh, the analogy that Jesus says: "It's not meat that the children's bread uh, to be cast into dogs." This is a an expression of uh, that was no doubt an expression that was uh, given by uh, uh, the Pharisees in terms of of uh, 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 you know uh, another time uh, Jesus is is encountering uh, someone and he says it's not wise to cast the pearls before swine and the person of uh, a Gentile person in that situation uh, was characterized by a swine uh, an animal that is not only dirty and filthy uh, but is is not uh, uh, a Jewish person is not even to touch uh, a, a a swine, and uh, here it's the same with the dogs uh, analogy. Uh, Jesus says it's not right to take uh, that which is meant for the children of God, the the children of Israel, uh, to be casting it before the dogs. And uh, he says it's not right to take what is supposed to be uh, for the people of God and to give it to those who are outside of the tradition of Israel. 
And she doesn't argue with any of that. She instead <coughs> uses uh, a further analogy and she says the truth uh, that is the truth lord yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table now uh, this is a common practice throughout the ages and and is still uh, common for many people to this day uh, the family pet the dog is uh, uh, there at the dinner table <coughs> excuse me and uh, uh, the dog is is uh, eating the crumbs that fall from the table and anything that happens to be thrown down as a result of uh, the things that the, the family don't wish to eat. And the woman says, look, I'm not trying to take the bread from uh, the table, uh, the bread from the children, but rather just give me crumbs. Uh, and Jesus, uh, this stops Jesus and he has gotten the answer from her that he desires. And this is, uh, remember, Jesus knew exactly what was about to happen. He knew what was coming. And he uh, used uh, the very words that the, Israel, uh, that the disciples would have said as a result of, of the teachings of, of many other, uh, the Pharisees that they probably most likely heard. And he said, uh, he said to this woman, O oh woman, great is thy faith. He knew her faith was, was great even before she said the first word. And he says, O oh woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. You see, nothing surprises Jesus. Jesus knew exactly what that woman uh, was going to say. He knew exactly her faith uh, before she said a word. He knew that this was a teachable moment. And uh, Jesus, you, you see, many times we see Jesus uh, and people think, well, Jesus only taught using parables. And whenever he describes uh, and explains the parables, no, Jesus uses... Uh, experiences like this one and others like it uh, to be a teachable moment and he says woman great is thy faith and he's saying this not just to this woman he's saying it to his disciples and everyone else that is around him he's saying look uh, she had uh, a, a desire to to receive something from me and she did not allow uh, being rebuffed uh, as a response uh, she was persistent and that's how we need to be we need to, uh, mothers you need to be persistent in your pursuit of what God desires for you in your life and for your children you need to be persistent and look there's many women uh, who have spent countless hours on their knees praying for the children, praying that God would lead their children uh, to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and uh, that God's grace would be applied to them. And this woman is an example of that kind of persistence and uh, great faith. And uh, he says, woman, great is thy faith. And listen, ladies, uh, 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 gentlemen, you you need to be 
godly parents who will take your children uh, uh, to Jesus, lead your children to Jesus Christ, and be persistent in that desire of leading them to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And uh, don't take no for an answer. Be persistent in your desire to share Jesus with your family. And uh, and uh, you need to be people of great faith, knowing that God will answer your prayers. Jesus said to this woman, Great is thy faith, and he grants her uh, her request, be it even unto as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very moment. Uh, God's desire is that uh, that we have godly parents who will lead their children to an understanding of Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and and would lead them to, uh, through their faith, through an exhibit, uh, exhibition of their faith and their persistence to have a persistent faith in Jesus Christ. And it's my hope and prayer that, that, that you'll be the kind of parent, the godly mothers, the godly fathers uh, that God desires for you to be and that you'll uh, exhibit these same characteristics of this woman who was not a Jewish uh, a woman, not an Israelite, but yet she still had great faith, and Jesus uh, 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 acknowledges her faith and rewards her for her faith. And God will acknowledge and reward your faith when you're persistent in your desire. Uh, to share Jesus Christ with your family. And it's my prayer uh, that you would do just that. Uh, And so let's bow in prayer and ask God that He would help you in that desire. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, I praise You and I thank You for examples just like this, examples of of godly women who... uh, Uh, persisted in their uh, pursuit of Jesus Christ, didn't allow anything uh, to uh, hinder her uh, from uh, being blessed of God, being blessed of Jesus Christ. And Lord, it's my prayer that that uh, the godly ladies of, of Mount Olive Baptist Church and all the others who are out there listening would uh, be persistent in their faith, persistent in their desire to demonstrate uh, the love of Jesus Christ in their life uh, and the love that God has for uh, us uh, to their families, to their children, to their grandchildren, to be people of faith uh, that will not allow the things of this world to get in their way of, of uh, pursuing God's will for their life and the will of God uh, for their family, their children, their loved ones, their grandchildren. Uh, Lord, it's my prayer that, uh, that we would have godly women and raise up godly women to be godly parents, godly mothers, uh, to share uh, the love of Jesus Christ with their family and to share the love of Christ uh, with others. Lord, I pray that you would help us, uh, Lord, to, to demonstrate faith and knowing that uh, that we need to, to share Jesus with others. And Lord, I pray for those who are uh, do not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior uh, that to this day uh, are not godly women. Lord, that you would help them, lead them to know uh, Jesus Christ as their Savior so that they might be uh, women of faith, women who would uh, would lead their children to, to Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Well, today is a special day. It is Mother's Day. And I want to speak to those uh, who may not be godly mothers and invite you uh, to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You cannot uh, be a woman of faith. You cannot be what God desires for you to be. Uh, And you cannot have what God desires for your family uh, if you aren't first a godly woman, a woman who knows Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, who is able to have great faith in Jesus uh, to lead your family uh, to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And and, uh, it's my hope and prayer that that if you're uh, listening to me today and you need Jesus in your life, that you'll take a moment, that you'll bow your head and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Uh, Profess all you have to do is just simply profess that you're a sinner. Acknowledge the fact that you are not able to save yourself and that that God sent uh, Jesus Christ to be the sacrifice for our sins, uh, to be our uh, substitute on the cross of Calvary, to take the punishment uh, that our sins uh, deserve. Uh, uh, Our sins require a sacrifice to be made. And, And Jesus Christ made that sacrifice for you on the cross of Calvary. And it's my hope and prayer that you'll accept uh, that gift and and acknowledge that you are accepting uh, the gift of salvation that Jesus gave uh, to you on the cross of Calvary and ask for forgiveness, ask for uh, uh, the the precious blood of Jesus Christ to be shed upon your life, uh, that he might redeem you from your sins, cleanse you from your unrighteousness, allow you to be a child of God. And then allow you to be the godly parent that he desires for you to be, to lead your children in the uh, unwavering knowledge of Jesus Christ, who uh, sacrificed his life for you on the cross of Calvary, was buried and in the tomb for three days, and on the third day rose victorious so that you might uh, worship a risen Savior and that you might uh, worship a risen God uh, in Jesus Christ. It's my hope and prayer that you'll do just that. And if you haven't accepted Jesus into your life, that you'll do it today. Thank you so much for being with us today. And and please share this uh, uh, recording with others. Uh, share the links to our uh, 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 prayer time and to our services uh, with others. It doesn't matter if you listen to us uh, to this on iTunes, on an Apple device, or on SoundCloud, uh, on a uh, Android device, or a Windows-based device. Uh, you're able to uh, to download uh, not just this service, uh, but all the ones that we've done uh, for going back into 2018. And you can listen to uh, those services that we've uh, had uh, for uh, for the last couple of years and uh, uh, allow the the Word of God to be a part of your life and share it with others uh, so that they can hear the gospel message as well. Thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, it's my prayer that God will bless you today on Mother's Day.